Solo mode is coming to Apex Legends. We're looking forward to all the announcements coming up in the future to Gamescom. And there's a massive bug in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity Podcast, a video game podcast, episode number 93. I'm Jeff James, as always with me, the incredible, unobtainable ruler of Maine. Maine? Luscious Brody Fault. Yeah, going Picked East Coast. Picked up a good one this this time. Some lobster, oh. some shrimp. Ooh. You telling me you telling me North Dakota's not good? It wasn't doing it for me. I tried it, but we had to move on to another state. You know that the Dakotas actually don't exist. That's right. They're a figment of your imagination, just like <laughs> Australia. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys! Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, hit us up at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Look for Diggity, little green icon with the joystick, D I G G I T Y. Uh, subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. If you're listening to the audio version, hit that follow, that subscribe, or the plus button. Whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, I have no idea which one is the correct button, but everyone's got a different button. Uh, if you're watching the video version of this podcast, hit the subscribe button. Also, if you like this podcast already, 10 seconds in, hit the like button. Go for it. And then let us disappoint you. Uh, <laughs> with yeah. that, with that, what did you play? I had to change the font. I it, had to change the color. I had oh. to make it bigger. I mean, look at that. But for we those, got here this time. For those who don't know, the show notes um, that we that Brody expertly writes each and every <laughs> single show, uh, it used to be bright green. Evidently, that didn't work for me because <laughs> <laughs> I guess it just blended now with it black is, and green. Now it now, is a large – it's yellow font with a very – vibrant purple highlight on it Um, yes but yes i have been playing surprise surprise a shitload of fire emblem uh and the the other two games that i kind of got into i started playing uh ghost recon wildlands again yeah you're telling me about that yeah which was um i don't know why i did but i did and uh i'm glad i did because i thought i was further in that game than i am um and clearly i must have put it down uh much quicker than i thought but it's fun it's a good game uh and then i actually just purchased uh blaze blue uh cross battle on nintendo switch uh which is a fighting game and i don't normally get into fighting games but i remember playing the demo for this and uh basically just waited for a sale and there was a sale going on for like 15 bucks so i was like why not? I'll pick it up, and uh, it's it's good. I've only played a little bit of it because uh, I just downloaded it last night. But so far, I I actually like it, which is weird because normally I don't like you know your standard fighting games. Uh, but it's good, good stuff. How about you? What'd you play? Sweet. Um, I worked a little bit more Crash Bandicoot on the Switch, and I played a lot of Overwatch. Uh, I've been trying to get my competitive score up. Um, you don't even play Overwatch. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. <laughs> I played a lot of Overwatch, dude. This weekend was awesome. Um, and I mean, this weekend, I mean, literally Saturday night and Sunday night and not last night. I could not because of internet, which was great. 
That was wonderful. Good old internet problems. Those are always Th- the best. That was the best. You're like, hey, you going to be on tonight? Yeah. Where are you? Well, <laughs> my internet's out. Yeah. So It's like being great. detached from the world whenever the internet's gone, right? I mean, you got your, your phone, but other than that, it everything is always connected to the internet, and it is absolutely terrible when you don't have Wi-Fi or anything. Yeah. Which is no, a it's... really bad third world problem, but... Damn it! I like my Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi. Well, I, I like turn my Xbox on, and then it just you know like when it doesn't have internet, it just all yeah. the squares are like empty. And I looked down, I'm like, oh boy, I haven't seen oh, this in a while. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, Overwatch, uh, Crash Bandicoot, a little bit more of Doctor Mario. For some reason, I keep picking it up. Keep coming back, why. Nintendo. You know what you're doing. But yeah. Um, that's me, basically, for, for games. Nice. Yeah. Uh, All right. Do you want to hit us up with upcoming games? Yes, I do. Uh, so August is a pretty bare month, at least until the end of it. So uh, August 7th, you can get Run, Roll, Rumble for PC. On August 8th, you can get Necro Barista uh, for PC. On August 9th, you can get Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet Complete Edition nice. for the Nintendo Switch. And August 13th, you can get Friday the 13th, the Game Ultimate Slasher Edition for the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> XL. XL Unlimited. Man. But why why long titles? Also, yeah, August not not a good month in video it's, game land. It's not great. I was actually going through uh, last night. I meant to send you the list that I came up with, but yeah, the list for the rest of the of the year of games that I'm looking forward to or games that I'm planning on picking up type of thing, and um, it's a long list. Um, my wallet is crying already, uh, but August was not one of those months that really really had much in it. I think there's there was one game that I'm kind of looking forward to at the end of the month, uh, Astral Chain. But other than that, nah. September, on the other hand, is absolutely batshit crazy. Yeah. There's so much coming out in September. Is it... Red Dead came out in September, right? I thought it was November. Was I was thinking November? Red Dead was November, yeah. Man... <clears throat> We're going to have a lot of stuff. I love the wintertime, dude, for video games. Oh, it's so good. The summer is very dull. Um, it's a lot of scrounging around. Because this is, this. I mean, this is the first summer we've been doing this, right? I mean, other than we started yeah. last August. Um, so. Oh, I just meant playing them, too. Well, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, summer's I mean, overrated. Yeah. Highly uh, overrated. You can get locked up inside and just play games. It's great. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, as far as, like, news and everything goes, too, um, the, the summer is very, very dull for video games, for sure. Favorite season, go. I like fall. Same. Best because it's time not too cold, ever, it's October. not too hot, and it's just, I mean, the leaves start changing colors depending on where you live. Probably not in Australia, because Australia, that doesn't exist. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, oh, fall. People are going to think we're flat earthers, so shit. <laughs> No, fall's fall's my favorite season, uh, with spring probably in a close second, except for it's awfully, awfully rainy and muddy and just kind of yeah. overall yeah. gloomy sometimes. But per- Perfect month is October. Yes. You can wake up in the morning and you want to go for like a walk somewhere or something or go to the gym. You got to wear like a little coat. 
The brisk right. coat going there. Not the a little one. <laughs> not a little one. That wind waker or windbreaker coat. The wind waker. Yeah. I mean, you might have a wind waker coat. You might have know. a little coat too. That's true. That doesn't fit you. Um, but yeah, you wear you know you wear the coat, you get going. Like you said, it's the perfect temperature, and then you come home and you're like, nah, I don't need to go outside right now. It's fucking cold. We'll play some video games. <laughs> some video games. Some video. Speaking games. of video games, hit me with this next awesome piece that we are bringing back finally. Hell yeah, we're bringing it back. It's only been dead for probably like eighty days. It's um, been dead for a while. <laughs> yeah, um, we're bringing Indie Radar back. We did this segment uh, a little while ago, a couple months ago, really, and we were doing Indie Radar like every week. We decided we're going to do it at the start of every single month, uh, in the first week of the month, first Wednesday of, of, of the month, um, and that's just how we're going to do it. We think a little bit better selection of, of indie titles that way, and we can kind of pick through stuff better. Um, we chose some good ones, though, man. I, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. We both chose Skatebird before yeah. it made kind of funny stuff thing or whatever it was i saw that that was kind of getting big over the last couple weeks that, one, that came yep, out of nowhere yep, yep. just gonna say just gonna uh, say you heard it kinda... here first you heard it here first yeah. <laughs> um so uh, this week's or not this week's this month's indie radar uh is exception um so here's the description for the game exception uh when an old woman's computer system is taken over by a virus bent on total annihilation you assume control of an ordinary software program transformed into an elite combat machine. Retake the system and build your character into a formidable instrument of retribution. Um, Exception is a combat platformer set inside a computer system, which has been hijacked by a totalitarian, vi- <sighs> totalitarian virus. Uh, a lone <laughs> member of the system must step up to lead the resistance to battle against the brutal regime. Uh, expertly combine razor-sharp reflexes with elaborate attacks to topple the virus and restore freedom. Uh, the developer of this game is Trax Master Software. The publisher is also Trax Master Software, which is pretty much how it goes for most indie titles. Uh, right. And the platform uh, that this is going to be on, or platforms, are PC, which is uh, Steam currently, not on the Epic Game Store, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Um, and its release date is set for August 13th, 2019. So I think the goal is, too, for, for the indie radars is before we were kind of showing games that didn't really have a date of release. And I think it, we think it's probably a better idea showing something that's probably going to come out that month. Yeah. And something that's coming out that, that month is that's probably going to help that developer a little bit more than, you know, talking about a game that's doesn't right. have a release date, you know, it could be eight months from then. Um, guys, if you want to check the trailer out for this, you can hit up our YouTube channel, uh, diggity, or look up Diggity Gaming, and you will see this month's Indie Radar go up. So yeah. hit it this up. This game uh, looked yeah. crazy. I mean, absolutely crazy. It had neon lights, and the the whole world flipped when you hit like certain little orbs to now go in a new direction in the world. I mean, it's just it looks really, really cool. Uh, really caught my eye. Uh, I will say something that was kind of weird was on their website while I was getting some of this info here. Uh, so it is coming to Steam on August 13th. Uh, the link on their page to view it in the PlayStation Store uh, wasn't working. So I think it's still coming on August 13th, uh, but I, I it, it wouldn't link there for me. Uh, yeah. Xbox One, it was actually coming out August 12th at like... 8 o'clock p.m. It was kind of a weird time, but I just left it August 13th again. And then Nintendo Switch, it is actually coming out on August 13th. So, yeah, uh, this this game looks cool. 
definitely Go check, check out. out the trailer and uh, maybe give these guys some love. Sweet. Some love. Let's get on with the news, my dude. You want to hit us with the news? Yeah, so solo mode is coming to Apex. Uh, hey. Kinda. <laughs> so in a tweet from the official Apex Legends Twitter page, uh, it was announced that solos are finally coming to Apex Legends. Uh, unfortunately, this will only be for a limited time, uh, at least for now. Uh, we'll see Ooh. if anything else comes out of it. But as of now, it's a limited thing. Get in while you can if that's really what you've been hoping for. Uh, so the tweet reads, next week, uh, only one can reign, the Iron Crown collection event uh featuring sorry featuring an all new solos limited time mode begins on august 13th uh the tweet also contained a short 25 second video revealing an end date for the event which is august 27th um this this is kind of one of those things that very well could be to gauge how popular the mode's actually going to be but more than likely it's uh, kind of something to bring people back into the game if they're starting to get away from it, or just Fortnite. offer something new. Yeah, it's it, it it's exactly why Fortnite runs events all the time. They got to keep people in and interested in the game and playing their game because that's how they make money and how they stay on top. So uh, this is cool. Uh, solos don't really do anything for me. I would have honestly liked to see four man teams or two man teams. One of one of those options. Um, but hey, for all of you that like to lone wolf it, here you go. Here's your chance. There's, there's no duo. There was rumors of duo. There was rumors of duo uh, quite some time ago. It was like They're a month it, huh? after release, and we still haven't heard anything official on that. It, as of right now, it, they they really like having the three man squads. They think it's a the best way to balance it out. Um, and I, I'd like to see a, at least a duo event. I mean, or something, or even a four-man team. I mean, half the time we don't end up playing it because we'll have four people in our party or something like that, you know. So, um, while while our buddy Craig, because he hasn't been mentioned yet this episode, um, neither is Peggle. Until uh, now, well, now there it is. Uh, but our buddy Craig, he he plays a lot of Apex, but. Usually, like I said, when we get in a group, we, we usually have four people. So it's just not mm-hmm. something that's viable for us. But this is cool. I mean, let's see how it plays. See what people have to say about it. Yeah, I think it'll bring a big boost to them. I imagine so. Cool. Uh, Rocket League is getting rid of crates later this year. Uh, Psyonix made the announcement through a blog post on the Rocket League website. And the blog post stated, uh, here at Psyonix and Epic Games as a whole, which, which is if weird. If you forgot, <laughs> Epic you know, Games bought Psyonix. Um, we are dedicated to creating the best possible experience for our players all over the world. Uh, in pursuit of that goal, later this year, we will remove all paid randomized crates from Rocket League, replacing them with a system that shows the exact items you're buying in advance. This is similar to changes implemented earlier this year by the Fortnite Save the World team. And Rocket Pass Premium DLC cars and esports shop items will continue to be offered for direct purchase alongside our new system. Uh, we'll share more information, including timelines and rollout specifics in the coming months. Uh, you are, I mean, I play a hell of a lot of Rocket League in the past, but you are the Rocket League aficionado. Do you like this or not? Uh, I'm okay with it. I, I usually would buy keys to open crates just kind of the, to throw some money towards the devs, but... Um, because they they made a game that I bought for twenty bucks and I have played the absolute hell out of it. Um, so I, I have no problem buying you know I don't know five dollars worth of crates a month or or keys sorry a month or something like that. I I don't buy much, but 
just a little bit as kind of, I guess, my my appreciation for it. But uh, I, I'm interested to see what this does to the, the whole trading community. I mean, it, it pretty much destroys it, right? But mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what happens with the items that are already there and that people have already spent, you know, crazy money to get. Are these are these items going to go up in price? Are they just going to completely drop off and not be worth anything? Like I imagine they'd go up. That would be my my first thought. But um, do you think it's just because it's it's to make it easier? Because here's the thing: if you're a new player coming into Rocket League, it is kind of confusing to figure out what the hell is going on, dude. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot. I mean, it really is. It's 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 not especially with this pass. Yeah, you know the the pass is kind of interesting because it's a season pass essentially yeah. right but then you involve the crates into this into the normal game and you're like so can i open it because i every other i feel like they got fucked over by the rest of the industry because they did the crate thing kind of first with the key and the, well not first but they, yeah. they took it from like call of duties and other shit like that right and, and, and put it into it with the use of the key and then games like overwatch and others came in and a crate is just you know you can just open it right and i feel like that Psyche is just messed with people to the point where it's like it just confuses people that you need a key for something. Yeah, or you need to take it is this, pretty bizarre. Decryptors and then get a key and then open a crate. Uh, I um, yeah, I I think it is kind of one of those things that did start to seem out of place now that they added in the season pass, and it was one of those things where you got you know kind of random items after you hit max level. And they were all painted or certified items, or I guess they were all painted items uh, that came after you hit max level in the season pass. So you were getting some pretty cool stuff from that. You were getting um, items from all the events that they're having, which sounds like they're really going to lean into that pretty heavy. Start mm-hmm. having all these big events like the summer event and start doing that more often. I mean, now they have a whole lot more money behind them. I mean, yeah, I they're going to build they an even making... stronger community. Oh, which is yeah. great because they were already. They, I, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, um, I think they, they did too. I, I think you're you're right though. Having more capital is going to be great. Also, I don't know why this just struck my head right now, but um, Spider Man is only fifteen ninety nine on PS4 digital download. <laughs> okay, and All you right. should go download that right now. I Abs- literally, I mean, I, I totally forgot to agree. add it to the notes, but it came up out of nowhere. It literally struck my head. I'm like, huh. wow, that huh. was that was out of absolutely nowhere. It but, was. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, sorry. I think the the capital behind this is going to be great because I think they're going to get a lot more licensing deals as well. I think which they were already doing a lot of before Epic yeah. bought them, but now I think you're going to see even more of it, and I think it's going to be more often. Um, I want to see a Christmas like pack, like I have the summer pack. I want to see like a Christmas pack which is like licensed with like different things. Like I want to see like uh, Home Alone. Like the, and like the Griswold's car. Yes. Um, yes. Dude, I will give you however much money you want for the Griswold yeah. car. <laughs> yes. Like the Griswold's car. And, um, man, what else could it be in there? Um, the tank from, uh, um, um, shit, daddy. What is it called? Daddy um, fucking. That one with Arnold. Yeah. Where um, he goes. Who is your daddy? Jingle all the way. Yeah, all who the is way. your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> the tank from Jingle All the Way. Yes. Be awesome. It Maybe would some be cars cool. from Die Hard. Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> iconic from Die Die Hard as far as vehicle wise, but it's a I Christmas like it. movie. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh. I mean, as far as vehicles, what do you, wait, wait, you wait, choose? Wait, wait, a Crown wait, wait, wait. Vic. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie to you? Oh, we're gonna have this debate. 
in the middle of August, beginning of August, actually. Chris, Christmas in August. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's a fucking Christmas movie, Jeff. Agreed. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, DC Universe Online released yesterday on the Nintendo Hold Switch. Hold up. Hold up. Don't what? go out of order. Oh, did I go out of order? Son of a gun. <laughs> oh, my bad. That's right. I just went. You hit me up. Uh, so there's a nasty bug in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, according <laughs> to Twitter user TrapSlow2, uh, there's a game-breaking bug that hard locks your save file. Uh, TrapSlow2, or TrapSlow2, yeah. Uh, also did provide proof through a Twitch live stream showing the issue happening. Uh, so if you choose the, the blue lions at the beginning of the game, um, before you get to a mission called the Silver Maiden, uh, it always puts you in this, like, prep screen type thing and if you save while you're in this prep screen it hard locks your file um which is not good that is no bueno um but i basically just don't save there i guess you'll you have an opportunity to save before you ever even get to that part um uh, just kind of more of a PSA type public service announcement type of thing here. Uh, and also another public service announcement. When you're playing a lengthy game that you're dumping a shitload of hours in, uh, you should probably have multiple save files in case that ha- this happens because it's happened to me before and I got screwed and then I just never played the game again. Not on Fire Emblem, but other games. Um, so, and don't over or don't save over the autosave feature. Just leave that uh, because worst case scenario, you might have to go back like, half hour 45 minutes up to an hour maybe of of time but that's a lot better than 20 something hours so uh yeah multiple saves remember it do it always do it in anything you're putting time into it is well worth it only you can prevent hard locked files this is true that is right i mean developers could probably do that as well but (laughs) what would our mascot be for that like Smokey the bear Oh. For only you can prevent forest fires. Who would it be? Mm. Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I was gonna only say only Dan- you can prevent. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. <laughs> uh, hey, you might have heard, but DC Universe Online released yesterday on Nintendo Switch. Uh, what? Uh, DC Universe Online is a free-to-play MMO where you can get to create your own hero or villain and fight alongside characters from the DC comics. The game was developed by Daybreak Games and co-published by Daybreak Games and Warner Brother Games. Uh, the game was originally released on January 11, 2011 and eventually ported to Xbox and PlayStation and is now making its way to the Switch. The game is free to play and, as I said before, is unique in the way that it does not require a Nintendo Online subscription to play. This game's been around since 2011, my dude. Yeah. It's a good run. Yeah, I didn't realize it had been around quite that long. I, I knew it had been around for... I mean, a good six years or so, but I guess I didn't picture it being eight, actually. Uh, but, yeah, this is uh, cool. It took forever to download. I don't even know if it's done downloading yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is It is large. You have to have, I think it was 24, 24, something like that. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, gigs? yeah, 24 gigs. I mean, it's, it's, it's extensive. Yeah. Um, Hey, it's done downloading. Hey, congrats. Look, You've got look at that. universe. Look at it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, just before we started doing this podcast, uh, oh. it was not downloaded. So, uh, yeah, I have not gotten to play it yet. I have 
absolutely no input on how it plays on the Switch. I also never played it on really anything else because when it launched on consoles, I was interested, and then it had the normal thing of having a giant queue to get in to play the game, and I let it sit for a long time, and then I gave up on it and never came back. Sad. Um, what I'm saying is I have very, very poor patience. <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem. Uh, no, but it, I'll, I'll play it uh, hopefully on Thursday or sorry, the, the Friday show. Maybe I'll have a little bit of input, but I'm not going to be able to sink very much time into it. So something it's something sweet. Cool. Uh, so opening night of Gamescom is going to have some pretty major announcements. Uh, Jeff yeah. Keeley, uh, he's not a real Jeff because it's not spelled right, but nope. Jeff Keeley posted a tweet yesterday saying more than 15 game publishers will premiere new content and make announcements during Gamescom opening night live, which is, it, it sounds like it's a Broadway it's like, show. It's like Saturday Night Live, yeah. <laughs> Gamescom, do, 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 Gamescom. <laughs> An exciting show is coming together for Monday, August 19th. I'm just going to skip over it. Uh, <laughs> hope you get to tune in and watch the stream. Uh, so the tweet also had an image with a list of developers that will be using that first night of Gamescom as a platform to promote new content. Uh, so you got 2K, uh, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bungie, Capcom, EA, Epic Games, Google Stadia, Kosh Media, slash deep silver uh private division sega square enix sony thq nordic ubisoft xbox game studios and more uh so jeff also confirmed that they will be allowing creators to co-stream opening night live uh which is cool uh just kind of like the game awards but the problem for us is it's at 11 p.m. or sorry 11 a.m. pacific time 2 p.m. eastern uh because i believe it's actually taking place in germany they they yeah specifically, that's where yeah they they uh specifically listed out the german time uh which makes sense for it being opening night here it does not so much and i have to work so we're not going to be streaming it we'll probably do a live reaction i don't know yeah, for sure yeah, yeah we'll uh, a reaction for sure I, uh, so yeah, August 19th at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, and some other time in Germany. <laughs> some other time in Germany. Some other time that makes sense uh, for it being opening uh, night. Um, also on this, we did announce that uh, Death Stranding will be shown um, at this right. as well by Kojima Productions. Yeah, Kojima, so right. people are definitely looking forward to that. Uh, this is great. Um, it is great to see that it is not just E3. Uh, getting some sort of like announcements or, or the only thing that's worth streaming. I really enjoy how we're actually getting numerous events throughout the calendar year to actually yeah. stream things and, and look at things, not just from our side as we produce content, but legitimately it's just nice having insight throughout the year rather than one time a year. Right. Right. So yeah, you got I, Gamescom, you have yeah. the, the, um, the, game awards and uh and then each of the developers or sorry the the big three kind of have their own things throughout the year yeah. PlayStation so yeah supposed to do their thing right possibly if they possibly do yeah i don't know do what point. happened there we haven't really seen it but i i think the way they're doing it is kind of nice kind of like how uh nintendo just slowly trickles that in in smaller spurts 
mm-hmm. but yeah, this is cool, dude. I honestly, Jeff Keeley, uh, between Gamescom and the Game Awards, I mean, he's he's really doing a lot for badass, for man. gaming as as a whole. Yeah. Like, hats off to him for sure. Good yeah, stuff. He's a good, he's a good G off. He's awesome. a good G off. Yep, he's <laughs> awesome. The the best G off I know. Um, Two K is parting ways with Ukes. Yuke's uh, is a Japanese studio that has worked on many of the WWE games until now, and they've had almost 20 years' experience with the license, most recently working on the WWE 2K series. Uh, in an interview with Video Games Chronicle, 2K said WWE 2K20 will be developed by Visual Concepts, who have worked with Yuke's on the development of the series since WWE 2K14. As we continue to invest in the WWE 2K franchise, we've seen the Visual Concepts team display incredible passion, talent, and commitment to the future of the series. We thank Yuke's for the years of partnership and are excited to see uh, what the series can bring. Uh, we think, oh, sorry, what, this, what the Visual Concepts team, sorry, brings to the franchise moving forward. Good Lord, there's a lot of text. That was uh, this, news, <laughs> this news comes after Yukes had said that they plan to establish a new development team to create a rival wrestling game to create internal competition for WWE. Uh, from the way it sounds, Yukes is not happy with some of the things that 2K made them do and wanted to have more creative control, pushing the WWE 2K series to become better and improve in quality. Uh, where, did my... Did fucking Siri just go off on my phone? <laughs> you prob- you said series. It probably picked it up. Oh, my God. Uh, we're trying to launch a new wrestling game. Just of talk course. to her. She we misses re- you. <laughs> we will retain the WWE team, but we're also aware that our creators are beginning to lose sight of their passion and confidence and becoming focused only on completing assigned tasks. That's not the direction Nukes wants to go in. So in order to compensate, we're going to start a new wrestling project. So senior vice president and producer... Hiromi Furuda in a past interview. Um, so here's my gripe with WWE games. Um, generally, they're just all right. And it's taken a long time for them to be all right. Like three or four WWE 2Ks ago, um, they were awful. They were really bad. And now, yeah. I mean, my, my biggest issues with them, and it sounds like nothing's going to change because it sounds like Ukes is probably the people that were going to change it. And now this company, Visual Concepts, I mean, this is just a bullshit thing, PR from the WWE. Basically, oh, yeah. the WWE did not like that Ukes was like, hey, guys, maybe we should finish this instead of just relicensing this shit and putting minimal updates to it each year, like extremely minimal and they wanted to do bigger and bolder things, and instead now they want Visual Concepts to do it because Visual Concepts will just fucking follow WWE. And on top of that, 2K kind of has a huge stain on their name with uh, WWE right now because the they mishandled the port to the Switch so poorly that people yeah. people were pissed. I mean, yeah, they were yeah. angry. And that would have been a great and, game for the Switch, too. Oh, yeah, it would have been fantastic, as everything is. But uh, it's just... Not to EA! Not to EA, uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those things that it kind of got mishandled, and it's like they're trying to pass the blame and back and forth, back and forth. And honestly, I'd kind of like to see Ukes uh, make a wrestling game and make it better than what WWE 2K is. Um, Here's I the thing: they could go and do really a bunch play of... the wrestling games. Uh, they could do so a bunch of stuff with um, retro wrestlers because yeah. their their licensing rights wouldn't be owned by the WWE still. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, and there's a there's other markets that you can get into. I mean, but obviously WWE is is your biggest your license as far mm-hmm. as you know professional wrestling goes. There there are other ones, but they're kind of. I mean, we had a 
what was that that Japanese wrestling game that came oh. out? Or, well, it was Fire or something. Oh, fire or know. something or another. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. Oh, well, it came out, and it was a thing. Um, no. But, yeah, I, I mean, this is – it sounds like it was pretty mutual to leave, but Ukes wasn't quite ready yet. I, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I assume if you've worked with the WWE uh, license for 20 years – you kind of specialize in wrestling games. So I don't know, maybe EA will pick them up and have them, you know, work on the UFC series or something like that. Who knows? Well, EA has got the UFC. That's what I just said. Oh, Oh, so <laughs> you, you broke up right when you said EA, my bad. Oh, um, yeah. I hope that this works. I mean, when John Cena comes running out of the, out of the fucking spark showers on SmackDown, on the TV and his fucking face looks like it's made out of plaster scene. All right. In the game, I'm down for whatever changes happen. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with it. When all of your characters faces look like they're wearing a fucking mask of their face. <laughs> you need to do some shit to your game, bro. Did you see the, uh, the, the mods or not the mods, but the characters that people the made where they look, so where funny, they look yeah. like Nintendo characters and they got like Pikachu that runs out and Donkey Kong and Mario. And they're oh. like, man, the new smash bros looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, uh, all right. Um, before you, you read the, the title for this one, uh, first off, none of us. On this podcast, meaning two of us. Don't say none of us. There's a team. It's two of us. Um, Neither. Neither. (laughs) We don't give a shit about politics. No. This has nothing to fucking do about politics. I don't give a fuck who you like as president or who you don't. I don't really give a shit what's going on with who's going to be president and who's not going to be president. This just has to do with our feelings on this shit and what happened. Uh, Right. And I was going to preface that as well or preface this before we got into it as well but i wasn't just gonna go into this topic without saying something we do not give a shit who you support we couldn't care less no no, no. we're uh i i made a post about this the other day on instagram um and i the the very first sentence of that was we are not a political podcast but this does concern our medium right um so uh, the ESA has refuted yet again that video games are not to blame for mass shootings um, or are to blame for mass shootings, given the fact that they refuted it. Uh, so <laughs> in the aftermath of two mass shootings over the weekend, a very, very horrible thing that yeah, happened. Disgusting. Um, things, yeah, absolutely terrible. Uh, President Trump set out to pen at least partial blame on the video game industry and uh, basically glorifying games that are violent um so his his quote says uh we must stop the glorification of violence in our society this includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace uh so trump and trump said this in his official uh addressment of the horrific events that uh, took place over the weekend um so this is far from the first time that politicians specifically or just people in general have kind of come after video games uh as being um something to blame um even even though they don't deserve the blame obviously um 
and we don't we don't feel that. Uh, so the ESA or the Electronic Software Association, an organization or goddamn, an organization that represents many game publishers and developers, has yet again gone up against these claims. Uh, their statement reads as uh, as we shared or as we shared at the White House video game meeting in March 2018. Uh, numerous scientific studies have established that there is no casual connection between video games Causal. and violence. Oh, shit. It must have been a typo. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, because it definitely... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so more than 165 million Americans enjoy video games and billions of people play video games worldwide. Yet other societies where video games are played as avidly do not contend with the tragic levels of violence that occur in the u.s uh, video games positively contribute to society from new medical therapies and advancements educational tools business innovation and more video games or yeah sorry video games help players connect with family and friends relieve stress and have fun we encourage parents to have concerns about age-appropriate video games uh and to visit the parentaltools.org to learn more about how to control what games are played in their home. Um, so this is this is one of those things that comes up every time there's a major event. Um, everyone is looking for someone to blame, uh, whether you be what whatever political party is looking to blame somebody it, it doesn't matter there's there's always some sort of scapegoat that has to come into the mix and video Bullshit. games what i dude it's politics all they want to do is fucking point fingers so yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i'm saying like, no yeah yeah it's, it's it's bullshit uh but uh, so video games always become a very common scapegoat for uh violent acts because uh basically it, it, it boils down to a generation that did not grow up with video games, especially not to the level that we have now are pointing fingers at it because they don't understand video games. They don't understand the effect that it has on people. They don't, they don't grasp video games the same way that our generation does and in uh, the generations after us and, and so forth. But it, it's one of those things that it always becomes this easy target and it's always that easy thing to throw out there where it, it almost pleases a certain crowd of people. They hear that and they're like, fuck yeah, those video games are terrible. They, you got to get those off the shelf. Fuck it's yeah, like that Mario buddy. Holy. Yeah. That Mario, he's an evil bastard. Um, but it, it's, it's one of those things that pisses me off just because this is the medium that we chose to cover. This is the medium that we wanted to do. This is the medium that we are passionate about. And for that to and be attacked. In. Yeah. And you know, for Jeff's, he, he worked in it. And it's, so it's, it's one of those things that it you almost kind of feel personally attacked in a way, because it's like, I grew up playing video games to an extent. I I've played video games. I played violent video games. I mean, hell, I just, I was just talking about playing wildlands and, to say that that is what causes mass shootings when you're talking about millions upon millions upon millions of people that play video games all the time is just absolutely ridiculous and off basis. That percentage is so absolutely small that there is no correlation between that at all. And it's just, it it's annoying. I hate it. Yeah, I'll let you yeah. talk now. <laughs> it's, it's bullshit. It is it's bullshit. 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 All right, we can end the no. podcast now. <laughs> no. Bullshit. 
Here's my fucking problem with it. And it's going to be Tell me great. what your fucking problem is. I'm going to go off here in a second. I know. It's I can great. hear it. <laughs> it's fucking great. Cause you, are you ready for this? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've worked in fucking video games. Yes, we have a podcast in fucking video games. We create content based on video games. This isn't fucking biased. This is just straight fucking cut of what, what the fuck is going on right now. Here's right. the thing. For the last 30 fucking years, no one in Congress knows what the fuck a video game is. <laughs> now there's people in Congress, regardless of the fucking party, doesn't matter, who have played video games and play video games now. This shit has been a fucking scapegoat in politics for as long as video games have fucking existed, and this shit's not going to fucking fly. In the next 15 years, they're fucked. They're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. If you don't fucking believe me on this shit, go watch Mark Zuckerberg talk <laughs> to these fucking idiots in Congress that don't even have the fucking audacity to do one sliver of fucking research the night before. Instead, the interns that stand fucking behind them know more about Facebook, know more about technology and all this shit. Yeah. Instead of the actual fucking people that make laws. Yeah. It's just so if- if my bullshit. name is tied to this on Google, what can you do about it? Uh, I I run Facebook. Yeah, that's an Google. actual fucking quote. <laughs> that yeah, that Google is says exactly on, how Google that says on Facebook. Down. What can you do, Mr. Zuckerberg? Um, I run Facebook. Is Mark Zuckerberg a good guy? No, he's a fucking terrible guy. Right. But he's not. He's at least the guy who's asking the fucking question. <laughs> did no fucking research, and they won't because yeah. they don't give a shit. Because all they fucking do is they get money from different fucking things, both fucking parties. And they also don't want to fucking do the work. And half the fucking work is literally just fucking researching shit. Go fucking play a game. Go play a fucking video game, a violent one, and tell me what the fuck happens. Did you fucking kill someone after playing it? No? Well, fantastic. Yeah. Second part of this. People out there, aside from politicians, will say, Oh, I don't let my son play video games because it's violent, blah, blah, blah. I let my son play this game and he acted out. You know what's fucking retarded? Nobody uses parental controls. Yes, I'm sorry. I just said the R word. I apologize. (laughs) I'm continuing on. I shouldn't have said that. My apologies. Nobody uses parental controls. All these parents that come out and continually complain about this stuff know damn well they have parental controls and they're lazy. They don't do it. They don't do the research when they buy their kids something and they don't follow through. The first, I'm pretty sure the first or second screen when you turn your Xbox on or your PlayStation asks, do you need parental controls for yeah. this? If so, yeah, it's put a in pin the setup. in. Put a passcode in. What rating of game would you like them to be able to play to? Which leads me to my second point. There is a ratings board just like there are for movies. Yep. Movies, for some reason, don't get complained about anymore. Before it's movies, video games. guess yep. what was getting complained about? Music. Any sort of creative medium, whatever one is the biggest one in that, in that era, gets bitched on. All the time Yep. for these things. What was it? Twisted Sister or whatever was like the famous one in Metallica and um, Ma- um, Marilyn Manson was like yeah. a famous one that got that got ripped on for it. For movies, you know, horror movies and stuff like that were getting ripped on, all that kind of stuff. Nobody gives mm-hmm. a shit about that anymore. Why? Because yeah. this is the hottest fucking topic. Yep. This is what all the people are playing that either can't vote right now or they're like our age that understand. So these old ass people in Congress that have been there all their life just bitch about these things and say, we'll just put it on that. We'll just put it on Jeff and Brody. Yeah. We'll just put it on Jeff and Brody because they're not going to come to Congress and fight this shit. No way. 
And like you said, you know, in, in 10, 15 years, this isn't going to be an issue because the people that are going to be in Congress have played yeah. a fucking video game. They've played right. games because as that generation moves out of, out of you know, Congress and things, it, it, it's, it no longer is this issue of this disconnect between technology and leadership. And, oh. and now it becomes a normal thing. And like you said, parent your fucking kids. I am, I am a parent. I have two children. I don't let them play games that are, are not appropriate for right. their age. Everything. Everything that's, has parental that, controls now. And, and people will argue also that that's dumb. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that. No, that is absolutely wrong. There's a rating system for a reason. Parent your children. Make sure they aren't playing games that are not appropriate for, like, my kid. My oldest is seven years old. I'm not letting yeah. him play GTA. You know what he plays? Yeah. Plants versus Zombies. Garden yeah. Warfare. He plays uh, Lego games. He plays games that are appropriate and for rated his for his age. Yeah, At most, they might be an E10 plus. And I've played the game and I know what's in it. There, yeah, the, the disconnect between, oh, well, lazy. my kid wants GTA, but I don't know anything about it. So I'll just get it for him. No, that's fucking wrong. That's wrong. It also Absolutely wrong. It, it pisses me off, too, because you go into a GameStop. And there's three fucking fail safes, dude, for something like that. So yeah. I'm going to buy Grand Theft Auto. I might be a parent. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm in a GameStop. The GameStop clerk is going to ask me for either ID or it's going to say, are you buying this for your son? That's what they should be doing. Do they do it all the time? Doubt it. But they should be doing that. You go to Walmart and you're, you look like you're 17. They're going to ask you for your ID yeah. to buy that game. They ask you for that game, to, for your ID for that game. Then you come home, <clears throat> your Xbox, even if you happen to get this game, even if little Billy happened to get this from his friend Thomas's bigger brother, right? That's in, that's in college or whatever, and they take Grand Theft Auto from the cabinet, and they try to put it in the Xbox. Guess what? There could be a parental lock on that, but you're lazy as fuck, and you don't do it. Yeah. I don't get it. People and complain about the YouTube shit, too, where they're like, there's yep. violent videos on YouTube. Use YouTube Kids, you Fucking lazy son of a bitch. I there's don't There's a Netflix kid. Under there's a kid's version of it. everything. There's they make it as easy as possible. Kids app store. There's yeah. a fucking kids app store. There's All an you app you do, can download to track where the fuck your kid is just, and what your kid's doing on their iPhone. Just put a little effort into it. It is not hard. Oh, my and God. And, like, you know, the, the second part of this almost sounds like we're justifying, you know, the, the, the argument of video games. Just because your little kid plays a game that's violent doesn't mean they're going to become violent. That's not at all what we're saying, but we are saying that parental controls are important because they they're there for a reason. They are there to so your kid is not exposed to these things before they're mentally okay to deal with it. And yeah, oh, oh my my 7-year-old has the maturity of a 15-year-old. Really? You think so? Because that's not how it. this works. I highly highly, doubt, highly doubt it. The percentages of that happening are under 1%. So go ahead and get out of here with that. Control your kid. Look look at what your kid's doing. Be involved in your kid's life. It's not that hard. Just do it. No. It's not that hard at all. There are so many fail safes and they're there for people who are okay with their kids playing games that um, you know, might be a little bit more, but they're what you know over their age limit. But they want to supervise them, and then there's people who are worried about it. Yeah. Literally, it is there for both parties. There seems to be one party that bitches about it all the time, and it's the party that doesn't use the fucking features that literally solve their problem. 
Right. Makes no sense. Literally. Nailed it. I cannot take, I could not take, if I had a son or a daughter and they were six years old and I wanted to go take them to see Saw 72, I couldn't fucking take them to go see that because the, the literally the person at the ticket center would go, sir, this is an 18 movie. Right. This is an R-rated movie. Yeah. You cannot take your daughter or son here. And what would I do? I would leave. Right. But for some reason, we pick up a fucking game. And we can't look at the, the little square in the bottom right corner that says M for mature. And the reasons why on the back of the uh, the back of the box as to why it's rated for that. Sex, drugs, murder. Nor, <laughs> like, well, nor could we just use something called Google on or, our fucking phones yeah, for two minutes in the aisle of a Walmart while our child is asking for the video game. Uh, this is the other thing, too. Video games do not fucking make people violent. You know what makes people fucking violent? Not getting fucking help. People not giving a shit about people. That's right. People have mental fucking health problems. People are desperate, reaching out for shit, or upset at life, or in a hard place in fucking life. They have nothing else to live for. They either commit suicide or they want to harm other fucking people. Reach the fuck out to people. It's I don't understand it, and I'm not saying that Canada does this better where people reach out to people. But for some fucking reason, honestly, this country has a fucking problem where mental health is just a massive fucking stigma. And oh, people yeah. will bitch and complain about somebody for being weird. We'll make fun of them. We'll do a bunch of things and we'll never fucking stand up and actually do the right fucking thing, which is either call the authorities. If you see something, say something, right? That's dangerous. Or right. they just never seek out to help somebody. Yep. It's fucked up. Not saying that everybody doesn't do that. There are lots of great people in this country. There are lots of great people in this world. But there seems to be a real fucking problem with mental health in America and people not giving a fuck about it. Yeah, like, like you said, it becomes like, this is my a... own life. It doesn't make – I mean it doesn't make sense. Like this person who – and I mean there's there's a million other reasons for this. And this is the problem, right, is there's not one fucking problem with what happened on on – what was it? Saturday or whatever that this that these two things took place technically, or Saturday I guess Sunday because it took one took place in like one in the morning. Mm-hmm. There's not one concise issue that points to why this happened. There's a multitude of fucking things. I was wondering where you were gonna go with that because you said there's not one problem with it. <laughs> it's just a big problem. It was a really really bad, bad cliffhanger. <laughs> it was a cliffhanger. It was a real bad. Ooh, one. sorry. But look, I was like looking at you trying to figure out where you were going, but sorry. Anyway, there are, there are numerous reasons as to why these things happen, and numerous things that could be done so that these things never happen right. again or are mitigated at the very least. To a large amount because there's a fucking problem. There's none of these awful occurrences are something like you said that happened because of one specific issue. There is usually multiple underlying problems that end up leading to this being something that happens. Yep. And and like I said, we're not gonna get into the political aspect of it. You know, we don't. That's not our. That's not our place. And that's not what we do. But. to to try to pin it on video games is just stupid. It's absolutely to, stupid. To pin it on any it's, one thing is stupid. Oh yeah, and it, I I I just I I don't know if it's just because it's such an easy scapegoat that people the older <sighs> generations eat it up or what, but it it's it's ignorant. It's completely ignorant. No, you it's clearly nobody know wants to do anything nothing about, about it. Dude. it. 
Yeah. Nobody wants to do anything about it. So it's just like right now where – I mean we've we talked about it before where people aren't fucking thinking. Someone just goes and says some blue sky, sky idea and has no fucking plan for it. Both sides. Yeah. Any politician. Right. And if anyone's getting vibes of this stuff from this podcast up to this point where they're like, well, they haven't talked about guns. Are they about guns? Here's the fun fact. Completely unbiased about it. I own zero fucking guns. Brody owns guns. Yep. Same fucking idea that it is numerous issues. Right. From all right. over the place. Not oh, a yeah. fucking problem here. Yep. But not defending guns. Not. We, we didn't not, go either way on that. And no. Because that's, again, that's not what we're here to do. We're, we're no. here to discuss the one thing that actually does affect what we do here and and so and, and that's the thing like so many people want to wrap all of political issues into one thing and that's not the case oh, you can disgusting. fight one battle at a time you don't have to fight all of them at one go you're not going to win a war that way that's not how this works if you want something well, and- done go after one specific thing that you are passionate about and then move on and, and for us this is this is what grabs our attention. This is the one thing that is an issue, and it's something that creates a bad bad stigma, and it, it creates that terrible look that you know some people view gamers as having. Like, oh, you just sit around and shoot people all the time. No, I I'm playing a game. I'm relaxing. It's no different than you watching fucking the next Liam Nesson or Neeson movie. Like, who the fuck cares? It's the same goddamn thing. <laughs> I came from the heart. Um, no, look. Here's my thing too. I find it a fucking joke that they're gonna blame it on this. Because what are you gonna do? Are you gonna restrict something that is a hundred and fifty billion dollar global industry? Absolutely yeah, fucking right. not. Yeah, fucking right. You're gonna restrict something like that. Something that provides incredible amounts of tax dollars. There is not the a single country out there that would actually go after the yeah. video game industry because That's the it most makes too much money. It's the most. It's just like the fucking oil industry. No one's yep. gonna fucking go after it deep. They're gonna fucking blame it. They're gonna do a bunch of shit. No one's gonna fucking do anything about it because it makes a shit ton of money right now. Yeah, absolutely. So you're just blaming shit, and that's 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 the most sickening, disgusting part to me. In all of this, is just complete scapegoat, complete diversion, and the diversion is not from guns because people are lobbying and shit like that. It's not from mental health and other shit. It's literally because people don't want to do shit. People do not want to fucking sit down and go, guys, there's 10 or 15 issues here that we have to go through. That's a lot of work. Nobody wants to fucking do that. So they're going to fucking sit there and scapegoat it. And it's not just the president who's fucking said this shit. And it's not even just from the Republican or the Democratic side. Not even There's been numerous presidents that have done this in the past of all various parties to, you know, go against creative mediums in this way. There's been numerous people in Congress, governors, all over the fucking place, mayors, everybody that have attacked video games and other forms of creative media with very different party affiliation. So it's not an attack on one individual, what they say. It's just a a fucking joke of how it's just the the most recent example. Like, like my, my, my thing is all the time is how the try pulling that shit at work. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You'd be fucking <laughs> fired in a second. Yep. Yep. You have an issue 
that from the outside surface, anyone could tell you is numerous issues and you just say that, no, it's just this one. What are you going to do about it? And it's one Nothing. that isn't even an actual cause. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do about it? Even better. Nothing. And has been scientifically proven to not be a cause. Like, right. Well, okay. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, uh, probably next year, I'm sure we'll get to cover this again at some point because next every year, time fucking, something. Dude. Yeah. Well, it's going to happen again. I was just saying, I mean, from from this magnitude of it, I guess, you know, because, yeah, every single time something like this happened, it, it gets brought up. So, yeah, we'll, um, I, I'm sure we'll be talking about it again sometime. We'll probably do the same thing. I'll probably get angry and sweat again. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'll call people lazy as fuck until they actually that's do right. something about it. That's fucking Because that's how you get right. lazy people to do stuff. I mean, it's it's absurd. PSA, straight up, if you see something messed up or not right, say something to some authority. You know, whether honestly, a lot of people not even not a lot of people know this. You can just call the FBI. You can call yeah. them. straight up. There's a FBI tip line. Call them. Go for it. Further than that, if you see someone in distress and someone's upset, whether they're depressed or, or whatever, or they're 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 violent just say hi to them like just try to be a good human being and reach out or let somebody know that can reach out to them like That's right. fucking take care of each other all Americans. and secondly the second psa is parent your fucking kids that's all i got <laughs> yeah there we go uh guys if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to support us head on over to patreon.com slash diggity podcast we'd love for you to become a patron uh and another way you can support us is heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity where you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial that again is audibletrial.com slash diggity get access to a ton of audiobook titles to choose from for your iphone your android your kindle or your mp3 player join the largest audiobook website platform application wherever you're using it audibletrial.com slash diggity uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Look for Diggity Gaming. Look for the green logo with the black joystick icon. Uh, and if you haven't already, it's the end of the podcast and you haven't hit the follow button on Spotify, the plus button on Google Podcasts, or the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, hit it up or wherever you're listening Gosh. to <laughs> so that you can be notified when a new episode goes up next time for this podcast. Uh, you can find me on Xbox. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff. You can find me on Xbox as well. My gamer tag is Luscious Brody and on PlayStation Wolverine's cousin. Hell yeah. Guys, leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Uh, the way the podcast kind of work is when you leave a review, it lets the podcast directory show us a little bit more and also what comes up in review is all important feedback that we need each and every single week to make the show better and until next time guys see ya take care of each other and we will see you for the friday show see ya i'm batman <laughs>